Welcome to the Art Life Faith Podcast. This is the show where we talk about art, what it has to do with your life, and what it has to do with the Christian faith. And I'm your host, Roger Lowther. This is episode eight, Art and Mission. And I'm gonna take a little break from the stories that I usually tell you in these episodes to give you a glimpse of an event that I was in this week put on by GCAM, Global Consultation on Arts and Music and Missions. GCAM, if you are interested in the intersection of faith and art and foreign missions, then you definitely need to know about this group. Their gatherings have the largest number of missionary artists in one place that I've ever met from all over the world. And this has meant a lot to me in particular because when I became a missionary artist, I didn't know what that was. And I'd never met one before. I didn't even know it was possible. So you can imagine how much encouragement it's been to me to suddenly find out there's a whole group of people out there doing this. I'm not the only one, you know? So GCAM, it's full of missionary artists who are called ethnodoxologists. These are people who encourage indigenous ways of worshiping the God of the Bible. This includes music, of course, but also visual arts, dance, drama, food, film, and really any other kind of art form you can think of. In fact, a lot of the stories you hear me talk about in this podcast have only been possible through the encouragement I received from this group of people. Because believe me, I certainly didn't learn any of this at conservatory. So it's been kind of a steep learning curve for me, but I couldn't have done it without my GCAM community. When I first learned about this group, the first event I attended was in Chiang Mai, Thailand. There were probably 300 missionary artists and three to 400 Thai artists there. And over the course of a number of days, many, many people shared how they work in the arts in their local contexts. There were speakers from Egypt and India and all over the world. There was a group that led worship through many different languages and traditional instruments. There was a beautiful traditional Thai dance performance in cooperation with a local school. And particularly fun for me, there was a Thai family of classical musicians who run a concert hall in Bangkok. I got to know them a little bit, and they invited me to stay with them on my next trip to Thailand to give a concert in their hall. So about two years later, I was in Bangkok for another conference, and I brought my digital organ as a checked bag, which was quite an adventure in itself, which I'll have to tell you another time. But it was this really, really neat event. It was a fundraising concert for a local charity, and they packed out that hall and had a great atmosphere, and I met a lot of cool people, including a visual artist who came to Tokyo after that to speak in our next conference. So it was all about relationship building. Another event I got to attend was in Nairobi, Kenya. You know, it's funny, my image of Kenya was that it's a hot place, but it was really, really cold. <laughs> um, and we met up in the mountains surrounded by tea plantations. And there was this tea factory nearby that had an amazing, amazing smell. I just want to build a house right there, downwind from that tea factory, so I could smell it all the time. 
Anyway, I got to meet many Kenyan visual artists and leaders, and I heard how God is building his church through the arts in Kenya, in the cities, and also in many rural areas where there's no electricity or running water. And I came away with so many ideas on how to use the arts for church planting and evangelism. So the event this week was a webinar. It was very short. It was just a way to connect people during COVID-19. And I had the privilege of translating for Toshiyuki Machida. Mr. Machida's story is really interesting, I think, because it gives you a picture of why missions through the arts is so important. The event uh, is an interview where he speaks in Japanese and I translate into English. And because we were looking at some PowerPoint slides he had made, I'm only going to give you a brief excerpt of his talk. But let me tell you a little bit about him. Mr. Machida was an art major in college when he became a Christian through an American missionary. He had never met another artist who was a Christian, so he had no idea what that meant. Like, how do you live your faith as a Christian and work as an artist? What does that look like? But actually, you know, the problem was even deeper than that. He had never met another Japanese who was a Christian. In fact, he thought he was the first one in the history of the world, <laughs> the first Japanese to ever become a Christian because he had never met one before. That's how few Christians there really are here in Japan. And Mr. Machida has such a missional heart that when he graduated from art school, he went to seminary and decided he wanted to become an evangelist to Japan through the arts. So everything he studied in seminary, he studied through the lens of an artist. And when he graduated, he started an organization called Bible and Art Ministries. And once a month, he holds these drawing the word workshops. Mikotoba o egaku workshopu. And I've been to a number of these, and they're so cool. Uh, he'll read a passage of scripture aloud, and then the people around the table, who are mostly not Christians, will draw what it makes them think of. It's just amazing how people open up their hearts in these events, because it's not direct. You know, it's not talking about their own thoughts and feelings, but they're talking about the picture that they drew. So Mr. Machida-san will say, so why did you put that red stroke there or something like that? And they'll go on to explain, well, I was thinking, you know, and then it's just as genius. It's just such an unthreatening way to get people engaged and talking about and discussing scripture in a culture that is really, really hard to do that. Mr. Machida gives talks and tours all over Japan for Christians and non-Christians alike. And the biggest event of the year is an exhibit involving about 50 artists. And through these events, he builds community between the artists, but also gives the Christian artists a chance to express their faith. So the Christians will invite their non-Christian community and say, hey, you know, I have this event coming up. I'd love for you to come. And they do. And it's really the first time that their non-Christian friends can meet a whole community of Christians. And what's so cool about it is the arts that draws them in, you know? And a lot of the artists that I have met have also been through this network. And so they've been, these non-Christians are getting to meet other artists working around the city and get to know them. So anyway, Mr. Machida has been a huge encouragement to me and I want y'all to meet him. So without any 
further ado, I will let Machida-san do the talking, and I will translate. I'm pleased to meet you today. My name is Toshiyuki Machida. I'm a Japanese. I will talk in Japanese from now on. <laughs> the interpreter is my friend, Roger Rauser. So I will speak from Japanese now. <laughs> I'm so thankful for this opportunity to be here with you all today. And my work here in Japan is to tell the gospel through the arts. So today I'd like to share with you a little bit of what I've learned and what I'm, what I'm doing. Someone has said that culture is like a tree. Trees have both a visible trunk and they have invisible roots. What is visible is culture, but what is invisible is our worldview and values. So we Christians can express our worldview and, and values in a visible way with art. Jesus has said this. I have overcome the world, John 16, 33. Jesus died on the cross and was raised from the dead. This means that Christ has won over the world. So Christians live and work not to win in the world, but to win over the world, to win the world itself. With this attitude to our art, I firmly believe that art not only brings peace to us personally, but also can bring peace to everyone around us. Okay, this is just a small part of Mr. Machida's talk. At another webinar event this week, <laughs> this has been the week for webinars. Uh, I was asked, what is the biggest challenge for Japanese becoming Christians? I have to say the biggest challenge is that most Japanese have never met a Christian. I mean, why would you become a Christian if you've never met one, right? And the beauty of the arts creates those opportunities. It's able to bring people together where non-Christians can experience Christian community for the first time. It gives a reason for Christians and non-Christians to gather. The second biggest challenge is the feeling that Christianity is the destroyer of Japanese culture. So many Japanese feel like they have to become Western in order to become Christian. But it's obviously simply not the case. 
The arts help people see, touch, hear, taste, and smell what the gospel looks like in a Japanese context. This is really the heart of what we're doing here in Japan. So the Japanese talks I give, the writing I do, it's all because I want to help people see that the gospel is there in the very heart of Japanese art and culture. And the more people we have, like Mr. Machida, spreading that message, the faster and deeper the church is going to grow. This is Roger Lowther, and you've been listening to Episode 8, Art and Mission of the Art Life Faith Podcast. As we say in Japan, Ja, mata ne! See you next time. Mm-hmm.